about my life experiences and how they've shaped me in building self-awareness and in return, finding ease in life. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about my coming out story. And to be honest, I didn't think I would do an episode about this because I've talked about it so many times and it is available somewhere if you look for it. But because I've been asked this a couple times within the past week, actually, I was surprised that people still want to hear that story about myself especially new people, because I just find with the younger generation, and this is what I'm really loving and hearing, is that they don't have coming out stories. They don't have to go through this process of, you know, what are what are people going to think if they know that I'm into the same gender? Because it's just more widely accepted for them, and so they don't have to go through this process of coming out and I'm so excited about where the younger generation is going, but yet for me, I'm a Gen Xer, I do have a coming out story, and for me growing up as a kid, I didn't even realize that being a lesbian was an option for me, and that's just how, I'm going to say brainwashed and programized I was by my family, by society, by school, by work, just my whole environment. And actually, when I think about it, because I was so brainwashed that way, it's kind of a miracle to think that I I broke out of it and I'm continually deconstructing things that I've learned growing up and just seeing how it's not serving me anymore. It's not actually me. It's just something that I was taught. And because of that, I think that, that this is the way I should be. Yet finding out that actually I don't have to be the way I was modeled when I was younger. I don't have to be this person that other people want me to be because it's never led me to a place of fulfillment. And so for my coming out story, it all just really starts with, I guess, my view on relationships. Because when I was younger and I didn't even realize dating girls was an option for me, you know, having this mentality that it's only men that I'm allowed to date. To be honest, I never really found any sort of attraction or draw to men. The only thing that I liked about men was beating them at their own game. And so when I was a kid growing up, I was a huge tomboy, highly athletic girl, and I would often find myself playing sports with a bunch of guys, and I'm the only girl. And when I experience, and I've experienced it many times in my lifetime as a kid, when I beat guys at their own game, it's so it was so thrilling for me. And then in my younger adult years, I pursued this by going into male-dominated careers and just proving to myself that I can be just as good as them, as good as men, if not better. But again, in living this type of lifestyle of always trying to prove myself, I never got any fulfillment. And so when it came to relationship, I just had no desire to even want to be in a relationship. I just had this mindset, 
if I were in a relationship with a man, that I was going to be tied down, I was going to be restricted in my lifestyle, and I had to be the, the home wife, which I did not want to be. It was definitely not in my character to be in this role. But time and time again, even still to this day, I still have my mom saying things like, when are you going to find a husband? Or I pray every day that you're going to find a husband. Only God knows this and that, right? So for me growing up, I just had no interest to want to be in, in a relationship. I did date a few guys just because of societal pressures and pressures I put on myself thinking that, okay, I guess this is what I have to do. And so I would try to date some guys and and honestly, this was my perspective. I would find a guy I found some interest in and we had gone on a couple dates, maybe even had sex and I would just be always looking for the flaw in this person. And then as soon as I found one, that would be my reason and excuse to say, it's not going to work with us. It's not going to work. So this isn't working for me. I find any excuse to get out of the relationship. And then I just had this mentality that I'm, I'm going to be happy being single for the rest of my life. And this was all the way up until my mid-30s. I had this mindset, I'm just going to be single the rest of my life. All the guys that I did try to date didn't work out. In fact, I found it really annoying. And so relationships just aren't for me. But then I got into personal growth. And it all started actually with me in this pursuit of wanting to learn how to make money in different ways, this pursuit of money. And through this pursuit of money, I actually found my spirituality, but that's a whole other podcast show I can talk about, but this is my coming out story, right? So through all of my personal growth and changing my mindset and seeing life in a different perspective, I did change my perspective towards relationships only this time, I knew I wanted to date women this time around. And my mentality towards dating women was that I, first of all, wanted to tell everybody in my life, especially my parents and my family, that I was, be go- I was going to pursue this, to date women. Reason being is, there was a couple of reasons. First of all, I did not want to have to look behind my shoulder to see if anybody I knew was around me so that it was safe for me to be seen with another woman being on a date. Now, even just thinking about this now, like who's to say that everyone around me would assume that I'm on a date with a woman, right? They'd probably just assume I'm on a, I'm eating a meal with a friend, right? But for me, I just didn't want to have to put myself in these situations. So I wanted to be freely dating and not have to think that I have to sneak around about it. So that was like my main reason of wanting to tell everyone before I started dating women. And then the second reason is I just know my parents so well, especially my mom. And I knew that if I had come to them being in a relationship with a woman that they would automatically blame that woman for, say, converting me. So I knew that before I 
saw any woman that I had to tell them so that they had nobody to blame except me. And so this is how it panned out. I just happened to have been out on a lunch with just my older sister and I, and I just told her, hey, I I don't know exactly what I said, but something along the lines of either I said I'm a lesbian or I'm, I wanted to start dating women. And my sister's response was she supports me a thousand percent. So that was nice to receive. And also for her to be the first person for me to, to tell and to be received in a, in a good way. So that was great. And then the second people that I told were my family. And again, I didn't plan it out, but I just seized on an opportunity when I was visiting my parents at their home and I happened to be, it happened to be just the three of us. So I sat my parents down. I remember I was in the, in their living room and I was and I was telling my parents, hey, mom and dad, can you come into the living room? Because I have something important that I want to say to you too. And so they come into the living room. They sit down in front of me. And again, I don't know exactly what I said, but something along the lines of that, that I'm a lesbian. But mind you, when I first came out, I more associated with the term pansexual but I knew my parents would not understand that label at all, so I used the term lesbian. And then when I did tell them, it was like a synchronized look that went on both of their faces, and it was like time had slowed down because I saw this look of disappointment in both of their eyes. And... I described it as it was like I had stabbed them right in front of them. Right front chest, stabbed them right in the heart because the look on their face is like not just disappointment, but I could also understand they were probably thinking like, oh, where did we go wrong in raising my, my kid? And so their response was that I have to go back to church, I need to start reading the Bible again, this and that. You know, they just did not receive the news well. And I knew that this would happen. I mean, because my family still to this day are hardcore Christians and they really believe in God and and the Bible and what it says. And so they probably just thought in their heads that that I was going to hell. And so they're trying to do all the things to try to save me, you know, go back to church, read the Bible, I pray for you every day, this and that. And so I can't remember what else was said in the conversation, but I do remember them. I do remember a couple moments, like at one moment I had just asked my parents, would you rather me be single than for the rest of my life? And with this question, they actually both responded at the same time. And my dad said no, but my mom said yes. And that was a clear indication for me as to where my parents really were at with this news that I just dumped on them. And that was sad for me to hear, but again, I I just, it wasn't a surprise. But mind you, as soon as I just told my parents that, hey, I'm a lesbian, man, I had so much relief just lifted off my shoulders 
And that's how I really knew that this was the right path for me to take. And then another moment I do remember in the conversation, and this is why I had to tell them when I wasn't dating anyone. My mom asked me the question, so who is she? And then I said, what are you talking about? There's nobody. It's just me. If you want to blame somebody, it's me. You only have me to blame. So that I am so glad I, you know, took the time to really think things through and and have this understanding about my mom because there is no way that I would be able to live with this idea of my mom blaming someone for converting me even though say if I were dating someone and they received that they understand that it's not necessarily their fault but still like nobody deserves that kind of energy directed towards them right so I told my parents when I wasn't dating anyone when I was single and then the next person I told the last person in my family was my brother and his response was he said he pretty much already knew so it was fine telling him. So that's the gist of my coming out story to my family, at least. And one by one, I eventually told more of my friends. And for the most part, it was I was well-received from my friends. I don't remember experiencing any real re- rejection from my friends, except for one, actually. Now that I'm remembering, she was actually one of my Sunday school teachers at church. And she was one of my favorite Sunday school teachers, actually. And to hear her response, it was similar to my parents. She she said things like, I had to go back to church, that I'm confused. And so from that response from her, I just cut her out immediately. Immediately. No regrets. No looking back. Um, one of the more funnier and more, I'm going to say, borderline annoying responses I got from friends, like from one friend, he responded saying like, he knew it, like, I knew it, I knew it. And I'm like, oh, how did you know? And just, and then other people even saying things like that too, like, oh, I already know, I knew it, right? And for me, I kind of eye roll at that response, but but I think when I did tell them and their response was, I knew it, I would more just be like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, you knew before me. But still to this day, I just have this realization that even if you think you know something about someone before they realize it, it's really up to them to be in charge as to when they want to acknowledge it, when they want to recognize it, and when they want to own up to it. It's not your job to guide them to that. And so I think that's why why I got a bit of an ick or an annoyance from people when their response to me was, I knew it. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, so that was my experience. And then, so I didn't come out until my late 30s. And then now being in my early 40s, I haven't really been out that long. And I am finding that now that I'm fully out, and actually, you know, I did change my label from first coming out being pansexual and now really owning up that actually I'm a lesbian. I'm a full-on lesbian. I actually don't want anything to do with men. And 
that journey in itself is like when I finally just admitted I'm a lesbian, I had the same sense of relief lifted off my shoulders as to when I first came out. And so again, that gave me confirmation of like, yeah, this is true. I am full on lesbian. And my realization through that was that, um, I mean, I did make a podcast about this earlier saying that it was really after the first time I had sex with a woman, but just mentally too, um, when I was embracing more of the queer community and learning about their culture, about our culture, I can say our culture because I'm part of it, and learning the different lingos and terminology, uh, coming across this uh, the phrase of comp het, you know, compulsory heterosexualism, that really resonated true with me. And I realized that in the beginning of me coming out, I think I took on the label pansexual because there was still a part of me that thought, you know, I'd be a bigger or better person if there was a part of a small part of me that was still open to the possibility of being in a relationship with a man but then when like I just said when I took on the label lesbian it was just this sense of relief like I don't want men in my life and I'm okay with that I'm actually great with that so yeah now that I am a full-on lesbian and still deconstructing things in, in my mind that are still there I find that this part of me this lesbian part of me has been stagnant right she's been repressed for most of my life and so now that I'm fully out it's 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 like I'm going through the stages of human um human development again but through my lesbian side so For example, last year seemed to be a theme of me of actually just dating and having crushes on several different women. And I really felt like, and this was my only gauge of something to relate to, is like I really felt like a a teenage boy crushing on girls again. And I say teenage boy because I wasn't ever really modeled or never even knew what it looked like for a girl, a teenage girl, to crush on other girls. Have no clue. And so, because of this, I I can still see sometimes when I approach a woman, I I might still have compet running through my brain. But when I catch myself, and then I just realize, like, hey, this is just another, this is another woman that I'm approaching, and it can look however we want it to. There's no kind of restrictions to us because we aren't following societal norms. And so that really gets me excited and really passionate about just being a lesbian. But the other thing that I never ever experienced in with men was this idea of like being lost for words or weak in the knees or having all these weird feels inside of myself because when with guys I never ever got that feeling but with girls oh gay panic that was definitely still real for me 
I can be so mesmerized, so sometimes intimidated by this woman's presence that I'm just like, uh, I just, I, I freeze. <laughs> and I laugh at myself because I've never experienced before, but to experience it, it's thrilling, but also humiliating, but also humbling. And uh, it, it's exhilarating, really, it is. And I love that I'm experiencing th these things now and just really discovering who I am in relation to women and how to approach women and just thinking of the different possibilities of what it could look like to be in a relationship with a woman. Mind you, I have been married to a woman and went through a divorce. So, you know, the typical lesbian in me did the thing of falling in love with the first woman that I kind of really connected with and I did the whole youth all thing with her. So, you know, I, I really have experience in, in that stuff, but going through the divorce and just reevaluating my life and of who I want to be in relationship and things like that. I just now being in this place of taking all my experiences and learning from them and now just thinking about what is possible for me or what do I really want in a relationship? I just want to say that my main goal for this year is to be in balance. And so when it comes to relationship, I do want to be Delulu to a point of just thinking, using my creativity or my, my imagination of what could be possible in a relationship, but approach it from a very practical, grounded reality-based way and I haven't perfected it yet I mean I'm using this language and I'm just like oh that's so classic Virgo of me but I understand that there I don't have a need to reach perfection in this but also just having this understanding that these are very two contrasting sides of me that I just want to embrace and I want to bring it into a relationship with a woman and just having her know that, yeah, I definitely have this side of me that dreams big and my dreams are so big that maybe they aren't realistic, but I'm still going to dream those dreams because it, it only isn't realistic until it actually does come true in this reality. And then, then you aren't seen as delusional, but like, whoa, this visionary, right? <laughs> but it all is, I, I think it's based on my view of how much do I believe that I deserve this thing that I can just think up of. But that is also the power of our imagination is that it does really make us limitless. As long as we can think it, somehow in this physical reality, it can come true as long as we believe it and we put action towards it. Right? So that is what I truly want to believe. And so when am I going to meet my next person? No clue. I'm hoping it'll be soon because I've been single three, two or three years now since my divorce and I've already gone through that period of just closing off my heart and also knowing that I'm afraid of being hurt again in a new relationship and so I really face those things and process them and have found a new level of self-love for myself. And so present day me, 
I can truly say that I am ready for the next relationship and I do hope that it is like not just hope but I truly believe in divine timing and finding a, a divine counterpart where we don't fulfill each other but we meet each other and we come together because we choose it and that's what I'm I don't want to say waiting for that's what I'm expecting to come um, but I'm open for it to be presented to me in a way from the realm of what I don't even know I don't even know exists so this is the magic of co-creating with the universe it's just I could think of a scenario of what it could look like with my next relationship but the universe probably has something better in mind that's gonna blow my mind and so I am excited for that to come and that is my coming out story so thanks for listening I absolutely do love to interact with my listeners so hey you can look for me on TikTok I I do lives there I try to go on every Thursday evening from 9 to 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time so try to make it out if you're listening to this I'd love to interact and also just hear how you received my story Um, but yeah thanks for listening have a great rest of the day